hello, hello. I'm your host, Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. In the words of one of my favorites, George Michael, let's talk about sex, baby. We are speaking with Ava Ash. Now, S-E-X, let's go. Take the covers off, unscripted, unfiltered, and this is all about fun. So Ava is a multi-orgasmic mentor. Now, anytime you say multi-orgasmic, when it comes to either Real orgasms, really good food, really good whatever. It just brings a smile to your face. So she's a multi-orgasmic mentor, authentic Tantra practitioner, and hypnotherapy practitioner guiding you with the transformational tools to transform your sex life and heal through pleasure. Sign me up, right? I mean... You got to probably, maybe we'll find out if it's, are we healing really just through pleasure? Do we have to walk through some fire? Maybe, but if it's pleasure on the other side, I'm sure it's worth it. All right. So she is passionate about putting the fun back in sex, all while reversing sexual dysfunction, assessing spiritual fulfillment and stripping away past beliefs and patterns. So we're going to probably get a little woo-woo. We're going to get a little spiritual. We're going to get a little holistic and that's all fine because if we're going to have fun with sex again, why not? With that, I say welcome. Welcome, Ava. I'm so happy you came. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. All right. So we always start with... Tell us about you anywhere you'd like to start. I guess my journey really starts with when I made a decision to jump into spirituality. And I did that by um, actually going to India multiple times and studying, you know, yoga and things like that. But the underlining belief that I always had was where does sex fall into this? Where does my pleasure fall into this category? And those questions were not ultimately answered for myself. So eventually I did come across Tantra and Tantra is a taboo thing in itself. Very little people actually understand what it means and what Tantra is. And I was the same way. It took me 
a long time to figure out what the hell is Tantra. I see people doing all this fluffy woo-woo spiritual stuff that seems just, it doesn't seem like it has the groundedness in it. Why am I doing this, right? How is it going to benefit my life? And then you have the flip side where some of these practices and things like that, in order to have sexual fulfillment, were just like so over my head. And I think a lot of people feel this way when they start diving into even the spiritual aspects of sexuality and what Tantra really is. So long story short, I ended up becoming an erotic dancer for a while. And that's how I was able to really fulfill my needs for eroticism and to express my sexuality in a way that felt fun and free. And, you know, I did learn a lot in that space. And that was kind of, I like to say my, that was my starting point, you know, Mm -hmm. it really was. And when I finally was able to kind of peel back some layers and end up fall into this space of holistic healing, I did find the Institute of Authentic Tantra, where they do incorporate science and sexology and the mind on a lot of levels. And then at that same kind of point, maybe a little before that, I did discover transformational therapy which to this day, I use both of those methods in tandem with one another. So we're not just talking about the mind, and we're not just coming from a body level, but we're coming from all different avenues. So this is really what my path is about and really giving people the accessibility towards sexual fulfillment, all with the science to back it up. And if you want to go deeper into the spiritual aspects, Yes, let's do it. Hell yes. So I'm all about that. But I really love to give people these options, right? Some people don't want to go all that deep into the spiritual elements. I mean, they're going to get some of that because our sexuality is rooted in fundamental part of who we are. So you're going to brush up against those spiritual aspects, no matter what, when we're talking about our sexuality. But if you want to take that deeper, then I also take people into Tibetan Buddhist Tantra and those types of techniques as well. So just to give you a little background about myself, I incorporate all these different beautiful things to make it really accessible, really fun. And I really love what I do and holistic sexual healing. It affects us on all levels of our life. It's not just our sex lives. It's not Mm -hmm. just about how many orgasms we can achieve. It's so so much more than that. It's so beyond the bedroom. It's so beyond just the sexual pleasure itself and really being able to harness pleasure as a mechanism for healing and there's science to back this up. So, all right. Well, okay. I meant to give you my disclaimer in the beginning, which is when I have like 10 to 20 questions in my head, I'll start just babbling and maybe there'll be a question mark five minutes later. Not really sure. (laughs) So we're going to just go rapid fire. So in the beginning, let's start with, I've seen it, maybe you've seen some books, have never really studied more than, I think what I I know about Tantra is different sexual positions. And it's almost like you have to be an acrobat and obviously maybe a yoga follower to be that flexible, both parties (laughs) to achieve the different sexual positions. That's the only thing I know. So give us our 101 basics and just a little education on it. Yeah. So again, that's a common misconception. A lot of Mm -hmm. 
people do start out learning about Tantra through sex manuals and books. And that's how I was too. But inevitably, again, the sex positions or whatever it was, were just not tangible enough. Even if I was able to perform them, like, what am I getting out of this? It doesn't make so much sense on that level. And, you know, what you're referring to with the sex positions, a lot of people mix up Kama Sutra and authentic Tantra. And they're not the same. Kama Sutra is, that's it. The sex manual book of like sex positions and that sort of thing, which has stemmed more from the Vedic tradition or the Hindu philosophy. And that's also where people pick up Tantra a lot as well. And then you look back at, or you look into the West now, the Western society where Tantra is becoming more of a thing. And what you're normally seeing is Neo-Tantra. So it's still to this day, Neo-Tantra is pretty much rooted in a lot of just the sex alone, right? And there's nothing wrong with that, but Mm -hmm. you can also see where a lot of things can go awry in that space. There are a lot of people taking advantage of those spaces and not necessarily being authentic in the way that they're teaching and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's important to really understand the person who is instructing the Tantra or whatever it is. And if you don't know anything about Tantra, I'll just give you a little bit of an overview here. Go ahead. So mm-hmm. Tantra is a super broad term. It's a huge spectrum and it basically is just a tool bag. It's it's all these different tools and methods that fall into the category of Tantra that can be through different lineages, through different even religious practices. But originally it was a matriarchal practice. It was meant for the lay people. It was meant for people who had jobs and had kids and had busy lives. And then eventually throughout thousands and thousands of years, it started to get split up into all these different things. So basically these tools or these practices can be sexual, they can be non-sexual even, or they can be a combination of both. That's what I personally teach is a combination of the sexual and non-sexual applications of Tantra. And that, in my opinion, is the safest way and also the most transformational way that we can start to access our sexual capacity, our capacity for pleasure as a whole. So I hope that gives you a little bit more clarity on what exactly Tantra is and how broad it really can be and how important it is to really look at what you're needing and desiring in that space versus the person who's instructing or the workshop that you're attending. So if I was curious about it, am I coming to a, I'll say, let's just use a workshop as an example. Am I coming alone as a party of one or am I coming with my partner ready to practice? That really depends on the teacher or the practitioner. I know that there are practitioners out there that will teach classes where you switch partners and there's nudity involved and things like that. For myself, that's not something that I do. I think that can get quite murky and dangerous in certain Mm -hmm. spaces. But yes, I've also taught couples workshops that are fully closed and Two and a half, three hours later, people are accessing the tools and sexual energy that are going to, they can take home and transform their lives with. So there's a combination of all these things. Tantra also doesn't just mean sexual practices. A lot of it is working internally with your own energy system. I also work directly with the elemental system and 
I teach clients about that and how to work directly with their own energy body for holistic healing. And that's really how we take our pleasure into our own hands, right? Is when we have the tools that we can apply to our own lives and whatever arises from that space, right? We're able to acknowledge it and and work through it in the ways that work for us. We're not going to someone to get something from them and and be healed from it or something like that. So I think, again, in the Tantra community, those two concepts get kind of mixed up quite a lot. So recently there was on Netflix and it was uh, Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow's company, and they did the I know I'm I'm horrible with titles. Was it the had sex in the title? The sex I forget what it was called. Oh, the sex lab, something like that. Don't even put me on anything. Where they had these very brave couples, all with different issues around different things, and they really explored. And yes, they had cameras there. Let's start there. Then they also had, I'll say, the sex expert. And you use the word sexology, and I am curious about the other titles that go in this element as well. So something like that, where this person was, from the looks of it, I mean, very well trained, and this is your problem, or perhaps the couple wasn't sure what the problem was, Mm -hmm. and then this person was able to kind of dig down and reveal yeah. And I would think because of the amount of spiritual healing, is it uncommon or is it very common for what gets suppressed either in early childhood and things you see in experiences, perhaps good, not so good, et cetera, that just takes residence inside of you, then that then has a major effect on your ability to enjoy sex. I mean, because at the end of the day, when I hear semi-orgasmic, when I hear orgasmic, that's a wonderful feeling. Like, yes. And, you know, you want all of that. You want to experience that. And yet I'm getting the feeling that a lot of people don't. Yeah. I'm so happy that you pointed that out. And that's a huge part of what I do is Mm -hmm. a lot of times when we are accessing our sexual energy, just going into the pelvis alone, there are memories stored there. There is trauma stored there. It's physically in the tissue, right? So developmental trauma plays a huge role in how much pleasure we're allowing ourselves, for example, how worthy we feel of pleasure. And that obviously affects all different facets of our lives. And then you have the other side of, we do store memories. We could even talk about past lives and things like that. I know that can be a little woo-woo, but in Tibetan Buddhism, we do believe that we store memories from our past lives and our genitals. So if we are not coming in with the tools or the know-how to work directly with that and with those patterns and belief structures we are limiting our sexuality. We're limiting our perception, right? It's really Mm -hmm. limiting our perception, which is limiting how much pleasure we're experiencing. So when we're looking at sexual pleasure, often we're just looking at it from a bodily level. It's like, we got to get the new toy or try the new erotica or read a book to get turned on or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. or watch something. 
I think that all of those things are beautiful, wonderful ways to expand our sex lives. But if you're crutching on them, if you're using them as a crutch to get turned on or to orgasm, then that's definitely something to look at. I work with a lot of men and women who have sexual dysfunctions and a lot of women have painful sex or maybe they're completely numb or maybe they're just not feeling fulfilled. Just because you might be able to orgasm during sex doesn't necessarily mean that you're really enjoying it. So this is really where the mind comes in. We have to look at the brain and the body because they cannot hold conflicting beliefs with one another. Your mind, for example, could be so in it, so wanting it. And then because of the patterns and trauma that your body's storing, your body shuts down or something like that, or, or you have sexual dysfunctions arise. It could also be the other flip side where your body is really on board. You're clearly engorged and Mm -hmm. you're like, Ready. You're ready. Yeah, let's go. But then your brain gets in the way and your brain can't settle down. You can't come into the awareness. You can't be in the moment. Right. And perhaps other thoughts come in as well. Like maybe you don't like the way that your body looks. There's low confidence there, which affects your libido. It affects how much pleasure you're able to experience because either way, you're not being able to surrender fully into your body. Right. That's really why it's so important to take pleasure into your own hands and stop relying on your partner. Stop Mm -hmm. relying on your partner. Stop relying on the newest toy. Stop relying on all of that and really come into your body because that's where the answers are. And just becoming aware of that is really where it all begins. So you said something in there, and I think it's very common, especially, well, I'm not even going to put an age band on it, but as women, and we are so, I'll say, conscious of our bodies, of what we see in the mirror, clothed, forget naked, Mm -hmm. and what we think and what we imagine we look like laying in bed, sitting in bed, along with another, you know, another naked person or partner, and yet, I know that if you um married for a thousand years and believe me, so many times I'd be like, oh, I feel like, you know, and yet it's only in my head. This guy loves me. It's, you know, we're just happy to, to be together type thing. And we forget all of that. And it can build up to really create so many blocks in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And if you're lucky to be in a relationship, intimacy is such a connector. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that that relationship that we have with our own pleasure and our own sexuality, even outside of relationship is really, really important. And you made a really good point for those of you that are having really long-term relationships and maybe you're monogamous. So you're with the same person all the time. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes there ends up becoming some boredom or you're doing the same thing and you know each other's bodies. So you just know how to get off. Right. For example, Mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily expanding your capacity to experience more in the bedroom. Right. And then, like you said, if there are blocks coming up and you're not actually addressing them, that is going to cause issues in the rest of the relationship that can cause resentment that can cause just feelings of not being heard, not being seen and things like that. So it's really important just to talk about it as a whole 
And then again, just going back to that piece of really being your own sexual healer as well as really taking pleasure into your own hands and acknowledging that you are a sovereign being and part of your sovereignty is pleasure and is sexuality. So even when you are in partnership, even if you're with multiple partners mm-hmm. is to keep self pleasuring and to keep exploring your own body to keep learning, because I promise you, it will never end. It will never stop. You're never going to get bored in that space. And along that way is where we begin to open and become present with what's really going on in our bodies. Even if it has nothing to do with the sexuality, it's affecting it because everything is interconnected. So self-pleasuring, another topic that I find, and it's not as though talk about it often, but I'm pretty old. I've, you know, I've had convos both with men and women. And believe me, I'm sure men talk about it a lot more than women, but yet it is extremely important. And yet I've been in rooms where women are looking back at me like they've never, which Mm -hmm. I find very interesting. And yet, if only they knew what they were missing, quite honestly. So Mm -hmm. you're Uh, and I don't want to say ideal client, but if I was a single coming to you, like just, I want to get a little more in tune to me, Mm -hmm. with me, you're going to find, you're going to do some sort of combination. Not that I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm just trying to figure out your process Mm -hmm. of our chakras blocked. And that's uh, not ironic that there is a, a pelvic chakra and we've had some chakra people speak about that uh, on previous episodes. And it's a really important place where the chakras, where the energy is and where it blocks and, and then also what it creates. So what is the, you know, like first or beginning steps to Ava, I just want to, I want to feel more. What I normally do is after a really in-depth intake with Mm -hmm. really getting on board with your desires and your goals and Mm -hmm. all your pleasure habits, normally I'll do a transformational therapy session. So that involves an aspect of hypnotherapy and it's a pretty Mm -hmm. long session of itself. So we can actually start to get your brain on board with what your body wants. And then from that space, we can go into the Tantra practices. So that encompasses many different things, depending on how deep you really want to go. Like I mentioned, the spiritual aspects of that are rooted in Tibetan Buddhism. So I do teach how to be your own healer and heal through your energy body using the elements. Either way, I do incorporate some of that. And then we also have things like different breathing techniques. We have different pleasure techniques sexual and non-sexual in order for you to actually regulate your nervous system, just Mm -hmm. start releasing whatever trauma or whatever imbalances that you have going on. And just because we're working directly with the nervous system, that's a really incredible piece right there is because everything is interconnected with our nervous system, right? For example, our brain is constantly taking in information and and sending that through the rest of the body. It creates this beautiful cycle, right? Of information. So we have to look at it from both ways. And in terms of just wanting to feel more, 
we can look at that from just a sexual perspective alone. It's never going to be as fulfilling as looking at pleasure as a whole through the entirety of your life, not just sexually, because they move in tandem with one another. Tantra is a lot like a wave. When we want to start experiencing more forms of orgasm, for example, women can experience over 15 different forms of orgasm. The women that I speak to are normally having one or two, maybe three of those, usually in tandem with clitoral stimulation. If we're just sticking to the same thing all the time, there's no way that we can experience the fullness of our pleasure, right? So getting away from what just feels comfortable all the time with also layering pleasure and sensation on top of that is going to allow you to experience more of this broader spectrum And that wave that I'm describing is riding this wave of Tantra. I mean, whether you're in sexual union or not, or doing Mm self-pleasure or whatever it is, is being able to find the pleasure in whatever part of that wave it's in. So for example, we could have super high peaks of orgasm, which we might refer to as like a big bang moment, the the Mm -hmm. orgasms that everybody is trying to achieve. But in between those spaces of pleasure, buildup, and orgasm, there's hundreds of other forms of pleasure that you could be experiencing that you may not be aware of, Mm -hmm. right? So these sensations can arrive as ripples or shivers or something that doesn't feel like much to you. Involuntary movements, sure, absolutely. Yeah, but if you give it that awareness, that's Mm -hmm. where those other forms of orgasm can start to peak and grow where you're now a multi-orgasmic human being that, you know, we're wired for this. We are literally wired for pleasure. And how important is obviously orgasm as far as like with the whole release of endorphins and I know dopamine's a little different, but it's so vital to us. Yeah. So it's not just the orgasm, Stephanie, it's actually the pleasure. When you are in states of pleasure for long periods of time, Mm -hmm. what happens is like we release all of these different hormones and chemicals, right? But you also foster your ability to hold bigger emotions, right? We're actually recalibrating our nervous system. Mm -hmm. We can actually create new neural pathways to the brain. We can allow tissue and different parts of the body, not just in the genitals to start to break apart any stagnation, right? So they Mm -hmm. become more fully functioning. Mm -hmm. So there's actually all of these really beautiful benefits of pleasure as a whole. So we kind of miss out on that when we just have 10, 20 minute quickies with our vibrator all the time. And we're missing out on all of these healing benefits that we could be experiencing in between those moments. But let's not discount quickies. I hope you're going to. No, I absolutely you, okay, not. Okay, good. No. Oh, I, I got a little worried. Okay, yeah. quickies are still good. It's Yeah, yeah. I never want to discount any okay. type of pleasure because then that's in promoting shame or guilt on the pleasures mm. that we're currently experiencing. Not at all. But if you're the type of person that wants more and more fulfillment, then here's the way that you're going to take that route, Right. And you can still have quickies in between. I still have quickies. I still use my vibrator, right? But I'm not dependent on them. That's not Mm -hmm. the only way that I'm experiencing pleasure, right? So thank you for making that clear. 
I just, I was, I was hopeful. Thank you. And I'm loving, I'm loving pleasure. It's such a great word. And every time you say it, what I'm envisioning in my head is, yeah, happy, orgasmic, yeah. et cetera. But it doesn't always have to have, I'll say, the sexual connotation to it because it just, I'm really seeing my heart swell mm. every time you say it. Yeah. I mean, pleasure stems directly from joy. And I want to just mention something about the word pleasure. And I know that there are some people out there that have some resistance towards mm-hmm. pleasure as a whole yeah. that may not realize it. And even going back to these spiritual components, I hear a lot of times how pleasure is seen as less spiritual in a way. If we follow pleasure all the time, then it's an addiction. It's like a drug in our nervous system. Mm -hmm. I tell you that is not true. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. not true at all. Our sexuality and our pleasure and our orgasms and our ability to feel is what takes us closer to our truest selves. It's what draws us further into our own authenticity. It's what creates uh, better, more harmonious relationships. There's so much more to pleasure that we're not giving it credit for. So the beginning stages of accessing more pleasure in your life is asking yourself a simple question. Am I actually allowing pleasure into my life? Am I doing something just for pleasure, just because I want to, just because it feels good? And every single time that you do that, You are healing a piece of your innate nature. You're healing a piece of just who you are on a fundamental level. You're creating space for yourself to do that, basically. And, you know, it's creating the new neural pathways slowly but surely every single time you choose pleasure. It is with awareness, of course. So it sounds like today's tattoo will be choose pleasure. Yeah, very easy. It's that. So Talk to me about some of the services that you offer, the pleasure codes, mentorship, who you work with. Again, who would seek you out and the services that you provide? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people come to me because like we were talking about before, they just don't feel fulfilled in their sex Mm -hmm. lives and they know that there's something more to it. Mm -hmm. And when I hear someone say that, it's really the spiritual component of sex. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be this fluffy taboo thing. It can actually be really accessible and something that you can use and harness for profound growth and healing. So I work with, for example, men and women who have sexual dysfunctions. I've worked with women that have PMDD. I've worked with women who have HPV even, where we Mm -hmm. actually went into the subconscious on that level and started to reverse the reasons behind that. And Mm -hmm. she ended up having a a, uh, three months after a session, she actually ended up having a normal pap smear. So, Mm. you know, I, I'm not disclaiming that I can heal Mm -hmm. all of this, but I'm just putting it out there that this work is really powerful. It is powerful. Uh, Sure. Yeah. In terms of the transformational therapy, I do offer single sessions for that, but for someone who's really wanting to go deeper to transform their sex lives whether they're in a relationship or not, you're going to want to join one of my mentorship programs. And there's also different options involved in that. It's between six to 12 sessions. And that's where we can actually really dive into all these components of Tantra. You know, you get really specialized support in that where I'm with you every step of the way, which is really important when we're talking about 
working directly with the energy system. Mm -hmm. And then we also weave in these components of rewiring your beliefs and patterns through the transformational therapy. So basically I have three offerings, one for women, one for men, and one for couples. So the one for women is called opening to pleasure. The one for men is called the sexual finesse program. Mm. (laughs) And then the one for couples is called the lucrative lovers mentorship program, which is the longest since we're working with two people. But that's just a little bit about what I offer. You know, I also do a free sex exploration call. You can go onto my website and you can chat to me for free over a Zoom call and there's no strings attached. I'm not going to make anyone pay me for anything until they are in it. They want it. You know, this allows me to also connect with you. Are we a good fit? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I really love offering that short chat just for individuals who want to learn more. And yeah, you know, I do offer other sessions and things like that, depending on people's needs. But overall, the mentorship programs are really my main focus. And what I really love doing, I love working closely with people and really supporting them uh, the best that I can. All right. So where do we find you? Where do you hang out? Because I heard website. Yeah. Talk to us about your social and where are you? Sure. Uh, My website is flamewithintantra.com. And you can find me on Instagram at Ava, A-V-A dot Ashe, it's A-S-H-E. That's a really good way to connect with me as well. You can send me messages there. And I also post, you know, different tricks and tips and just fun stuff on there too. So you can always give me a follow and I would love to connect with you. I love it. I love it. This has been more than I expected. Thank you. And in a very good way, because I think I'm just going to walk around smiling and thinking just about pleasure. It's something that we don't invite in all the time. And yet it's so powerful on so many different levels. So I'm really, really grateful that we found each other and that we had this conversation. Thank you so much, Ava. Thank you. So happy to be here. All right. I just want to say one word comments because yes. Okay. You heard where to find her. So please go and check out Ava's website. We want to hear it. So ours is joyfoundhere.com. Love to hear the comments. And yes, please, in the reviews, Apple, Spotify, it all helps. They tell me those numbers are important, whatever it means. But we're so, so grateful that you come back each and every week. And we will keep bringing more and more interesting conversations. And just we'll start with this. And let's talk about sex. Let's do it. All right. Until next week, everyone be well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.